0: That is Stereophonics Dakota at 16 past 7 here at 92.9. Morning, Elena. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, very well. Very well. This is uh, your inaugural Don't Trust Snakes. This is a long-running segment of the show now. I've got a, I have got could write a book on the untrustworthiness of snakes. We've got to have at least over 50, 60 stories. How do you find the stories? Trust snakes. I'll just, you know, scour the web, wow. uh, use submissions, newspapers. Wow. Um, you got a really tough job. It's a very tough job. I'm the uh, the the private investigator of the trustworthiness of snakes. This came about. There was a story in Perth about five years ago, 2018, of some school children at a primary school in WA getting mysterious snake bites. Um, but new fear unlocked. <laughs> but they never managed to find the snakes. What? Yeah. So they were getting snake puncture marks that experts assumed were snake bites. Yeah. The kids are okay, so they're obviously some sort of python non-venomous variety of snake. Uh this happened over a couple of weeks but they never managed to track down the individuals. So since then we've had, you know, snakes you know hidden in in engines of cars. We had a story of a venomous brown snake that wasn't even brown. So I mean that that was the that was the king of
1: do, you of can't trust, don't trust snakes. snakes because
0: this was a deadly brown snake that was like it looked like a red belly black snake but you're not a red belly black snake you're a brown snake mm. so you know that's mm. that's where you can't trust them mm. and also I've, I must admit if I can just quickly play you this okay. um, it's I'm pretty happy with the intro we have for this segment as well if you mm-hmm. don't mind I'll just I'll, I'll play you this
2: don't trust-
0: Snake, snake, snake. Them. So that's kind of the reason why I like this segment as well. So there you go. There's a premise for you. If you're not familiar with, don't trust snakes. Um, and this just leads to the untrustworthiness of them. There's been a hunt in Adelaide's largest shopping centre, Marion, where a highly venomous red bellied black snake's hitched a ride in a car to the shopping centre and then has been on the loose in the shopping centre for two days. Management has had to track this snake slithering through the shopping centre via CCTV footage. A customer spotted it, then notified head office. They rang a well-known Adelaide snake catcher, Jared Way, in. He spent four hours hunting for it on Sunday evening with no luck. So it's it's still at large. Couldn't capture it. So left the shopping center at midnight on Sunday, empty-handed, couldn't find it. Went back early on Monday morning before the shops opened to catch this thing. Finally, ended up catching it with 500 meters of room to work with. He ended up finding it in between two roof cavities between the first and second floors of the shopping center. Managed after uh, about 45 minutes to coax it out, ended up capturing it. Behind a vending machine in the uh, the shopping center, caught it without any incident, uh, and um, ended up re-releasing it back into the uh, the wild away from is at uh, at a wildlife park, so it ain't slithering back in anytime soon. And then from the CCTV footage, they end up realizing that this snake had caught a ride in under a customer's car, and then just went thanks for that. I'm just slithering in, so it's like slithered in through the entry door and. Has found its way around the it shopping centre. It center. just wants to
1: go shopping, doing a
0: spot of shopping.
1: And you guys, you guys just got rid of it. You, you ruined its shopping spree. We did. Oh my god.
0: 2 hours uh, two days.
1: 2 days?
0: 2 but days. But also,
1: have you ever thought I'm going to be the de- uh, look I'm going to. That's why be I bought against- you in for I'm going to be against.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's why I bought you. I and, and this is interesting. You're the very first I've probably had 6 or 7 co-hosts for this segment over the years, and when I mentioned to Elena coming up we're going to do Don't trust snakes, can you join me? You're the first co-host ever that has replied to that with are you talking animal snakes or human snakes? Which I've n- never had that. Because, that is a valid well, question. The whole you Very can't valid. you
1: can't trust a snake or don't trust a snake. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what? Well, people who are you, snakes, yeah. human snakes, it comes from well. snakes. Yeah. That yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna no, I'm gonna go against your little segment okay. right yeah, now. Yeah, that's all right. How scared do you reckon that snake would have been? It would have been out of its you know comfort oh, zone, and sure. it would have been so scared. It was you know like.
0: Should see the. Could videos. you imagine a
1: human chasing you? And you're like on the ground, and this human's like with his little stick coming to get you.
0: Oh, for sure. And look, he's, he's, uh, the snake catcher said that while he made the capture look easy, he, of course, has warned others that it's best to leave it up to the professionals. Mm. Because it wasn't, it wasn't happy snake when he caught it. Oh, of course not. It would have been so, it was not, yeah. He
1: would have been, you know, upset that his shopping was cut uh, cut short and would have been cold on his belly as well on the tiles
0: look and that's a valid point because that's where this snake catcher has done it a favor as well um because if it had stayed indoors any longer it would have died died because it needed sunlight so unless it's unless it found its way outside to get that sunlight Mm. would have had a a dead snake and they smell bad Mm, so it would have ponged the shopping center out you can't have that Mm. So, so look, he's done himself a favor by finding it and getting it out into the wildlife park where it can sun itself and mm. and be a be a happy little red belly black snake I'd, for the remainder of his life.
1: I do think that you should do like an off, like a just a one off special of this segment and make it about human snakes.
0: I do like, I like, <laughs> I like your thinking. I do like that. I'll work on that. Should I be the new producer? So, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I, as I said, I, that's that's how that's how your mind works differently <laughs> from everyone else, Elena. That's what we. We love about having you on this team that you're the first person to bring humans into Don't Trust Snakes. So there we go. Thank you very much. Snake. 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 Them. If you're looking for a career in agriculture, Hutchin and Pierce
2: are currently. It's time for JB to share a cafe coffee with someone. Chatting about what's going on locally, nationally, or internationally.
0: Or something a little different. From a cafe coffee break. From married our first side and just entered the experiment as well. Evelyn, thank you so much for your time. Good morning. How are you?
3: I'm a little bit hungover. I'm not going to lie, oh. you guys we had a little screening party last night. But thank you for having me.
0: Fan- fantastic. What? What was the celebrations? How late were you up to? This must be a struggle this morning.
3: Well, uh, it was worth it talking to you. But yeah, we definitely had some fun last night watching the wedding.
0: Fantastic. Is it is it weird watching yourself back on TV when it was filmed many months ago?
3: You know what? It wasn't too strange. It was actually kind of nice, like, reliving the moment and seeing myself go through all the thoughts and feelings. So for that, yeah, it, it was nice.
0: Tell us about those thoughts and feelings.
3: So, it's crazy because I know a lot of people say that they go, the edit, the edit, the edit, but... I can assure you that the wedding was just as awkward, <laughs> awkward as it came across <laughs> on the telly.
0: You, honestly, you must have been absolutely cringing or thought it was some kind of like you were on some punk show when you were going through that in the moment, When whenever that was filmed at the end of last year. Rupert, he couldn't have made it any more awkward, honestly.
3: Look, I think we what well, we need to like realize is not a lot of people are comfortable in a situation like that and it was a lot and in hindsight I kind of I do feel bad that he was so anxious but I think we both dealt with dealt with it the best of our abilities and I think we're both just having a laugh at it right now (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> that's that's for Do you, do you reckon Rupert had his own uh you know viewing party and he's probably a bit hungover at the moment as well?
3: I hope so. I hope <laughs> he and his friends had a little giggle and you know just made light of the situation.
0: What 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 was honestly going through your head at the time that you were getting hitched to to Rupert?
3: He went something like holy shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: sure, surely you, you you must have thought it was some kind of joke. Wait did did you feel at any time honestly where to from here and how how am I going to make this work?
3: So um after the wedding, I was like, this is a dead end. Like, surely this can't go anywhere. But not to spoil anything, I feel like yeah. people are going to be pleasantly surprised.
2: Oh,
0: there you go. How is it? Is it kind of awkward as well, joining the experiment at a later date when all the other couples are kind of, you know, they're friends, they're pally, and then you kind of join in? Does it feel like you're kind of in, impeding on their turf in a way?
3: No, I didn't feel that at all. I'm actually very grateful to be, I hate this term, the intruder. (laughs) I was very grateful to be the intruder because I feel like I got support from a lot of the other participants and they gave me great advice because they've obviously been in the experiment, you know, a minute before me. And I found that helpful.
0: No, that's good. Did Did you know all along that you, did you get the call up? at a later date than the other guys? Or did you get the call-up at the same time as everyone else, but the production people told you that you were going to be entering the experiment later on?
3: That I can't answer because I have no idea how production works, but I assume I was more so paired up later than the others because it was all very fast-paced. And, you know, the next second I was walking down the aisle in a wedding dress.
0: There you go. Hey, I understand you were on, on Big Brother in the UK. Is that true?
3: Um, the last time I checked, yeah, I think I did do that at one stage of my life.
0: Yeah, okay. So there you go. <laughs> I, I imagine mari- Married Our First Sight would have been a hell of a lot more fun than Big Brother UK.
3: You know what? I feel like with Big Brother, it was kind of a free-for-all. And, yeah. you know, you have the comfort of just being accustomed to a house. Yeah. But I feel like, emotionally, um, married was definitely more of a test, and I feel like I got to know myself way more than I did on Big Brother. Because, you know, you don't have someone constantly asking you, how do you feel today? How do you feel about this? What happened with that? You know, with Big Brother, the only time we really spoke to, I guess, production was, during the chair in the diary
0: room. Yeah, yeah. How 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 long were you on Big Brother UK for?
3: So I actually made it to the final. Oh, cool. So a fun eight weeks stuck in the house with no television, no magazines, no phone, no food you want to eat. So yeah, I, I I definitely lived it through.
0: And and I understand in the Big Brother house there's no clocks as well, so you can't tell the time. Is that 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 must be trippy? I've heard that it is.
3: Honestly, the whole concept is wild. I, um, <laughs> I know this has nothing to do with your question, but I remember, I, I don't remember which exactly Big Brother it was, but there was a season where they went in during COVID and Big Brother had to sit everyone down and tell all the contestants that a pandemic was going on. So, like, you can only imagine how much we just have no idea what's wow. going on in the outside world.
0: That's nuts. So the whole eight weeks that you're in, and I know you weren't in there during COVID, but so the whole eight weeks you're in there, you, you're totally oblivious to what's going on outside. They, t- they t- literally tell you nothing.
3: No idea. But what I will say, you get um, conformed very quickly when you get in the house.
0: Yeah. Okay. Hey, thank you so much for your time, Evelyn. I'm really looking forward to seeing how this works with Rupert. I have an inkling; it's either go, it's, it's There's no licorice with this one. There's no well. There's no there's no middle ground with this one. I think it's either going to go horrendously pear shaped, or you're going to surprise us all, and it's going to be a, a, a life of happiness moving forward. And and you and you and Rupert might enter Big Brother UK as a couple. Who knows? I look forward to seeing how it plays out.
3: Anything's possible. We will have to wait and see.
0: And by the way, today is Pancake Tuesday, if you didn't realize. And pancakes are a, an amazing hangover cure. So get a pancake oh. in your for today. You'll feel a million times better. All right?
3: I love that. Thanks for that suggestion.
0: That, that's what I'm here for. Evelyn, thank you so much for your, your time this morning. All the best.
3: Thank you. Bye.
0: My absolute pleasure. Evelyn there from Married at First Side, back on Channel 9 this evening, 730 and this is 92.9 Non-for-profit organisations Have you got a fundraising drive coming up Or an end- That is you too And Mysterious Ways Here at 92.9 16 past 8 JB here this morning Thanks Country Auto's GWM Havel On this Shrove <laughs> Tuesday Pancakes The very first thing I ever learned to cook Really? Was a pancake Yeah Wow So I was about 7 or 8 And it was the first The first thing I ever like Made from scratch myself that's without, cool without much parental help or guidance mm,
1: very nice i make
0: a good pancake
1: yeah so, i don't yeah. think i've actually made a pancake
0: oh really You haven't made your own pancakes uh,
1: okay I, I i like pancakes because yeah. you did ask me before if i like yes them. i do like pancakes yeah but i would never make them at home myself oh, they're okay. more something i would buy or if someone else made them
0: oh really yeah, yeah right i'm very picky with my pancakes i very rarely order them out because mm. of mine are exceptional and when you've had the best You know. Tickets on yourself there, mate. Just saying. Um, (laughs) You were saying there's a... So, there's like a rite of passage where you were growing up in Bruce Vegas. Is that right? Yes.
1: Yes. Um, So, there's a place called Pancake Manor. It's open 24 hours. And when you get your peas, the first... Like, not first thing you do, but like a rite of passage is to go and get pancakes at some ungodly hour of the morning and indulge. Yeah. Yeah, on like a Friday night or something. Oh,
0: that sounds good. Yeah. You did it?
1: Oh, absolutely. I did it all the time. Been there many a time. Yeah. Some can be remembered, some can't.
0: (laughs) What was your fa- what, what what's your favourite pancake toppings? That's what we're gonna yeah yeah, yeah. Gonna reveal here. And it's
1: one that you can get at this place. It's uh, vanilla ice cream with macadamia nuts Ooh. and a beautiful like maple syrup. And Ooh. I think you can also get a white chocolate syrup. I don't know if yeah it's um still available, but yeah that would be yum. nice. Yum.
0: Maybe nowadays because it is twenty twenty three, it would be like a caramel maybe yeah. something, I'm sure. Oh, Very twenty twenty three. These are the top five pancake toppings from internet polls, Mm -hmm. from people. Mm -hmm. Nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. So see if you agree with it. All right. Number five, as we count them down, top five pancake toppings, some inspiration for this morning, or you can yell at your radio and go, no one likes that. Who likes that? You know, number five, very Australian. You can't beat. It's like our answer to Canada's maple syrup, golden syrup. Yes. Yes. Number five, golden syrup. Love it.
1: Yeah, I agree. Beautiful. Good topping.
0: Number five. Number four. See how you go with this. Jam or compote, if you will, as well. Either one. Doesn't matter. Compote. (laughs) Compote. Uh, I agree. Al compote and cream. No, that's a good one.
1: Traditional. Can't go wrong with it.
0: Can't go wrong with tradition. Number three. Nutella and banana. Yes. As we get a little bit more edgy. That's number three on the top five pancake toppings. Never tried it myself, but sounds good.
1: Mm -hmm. I have, and it's really yum.
0: Yeah. Mm. I like Nutella, but only in the jar. <laughs> Putting it on other things, I don't like it. I don't know. The other stuff just ruins the taste, but I can just sit there with a spoon and just eat that Yum. sucker it out of that jar. It is really good. So good. Number two, something I was late to the party for, maple syrup and bacon. It's. I thought it was going to sound... It, it sounds like it shouldn't work. It does work. It's nice. I mm. felt bad for dissing it for about 18, 19 years of my life. Finally I s- had it. I it, suppose it would
1: kind of taste like candy bacon a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. And
0: I know uh, this is unpopular opinion and you're the same as me. I'm not a huge bacon fan. Like I'll have yeah. other things, but I don't go out of my way to eat it. Yeah. But drizzled with copious amounts of maple syrup on a bed of mm. fluffy pancakes. Amazing. I'm,
1: I might have to try it.
0: Number one. We've come to the top. Of our top five pancake toppings. Any any idea what you think it might be? No? No, no? not
1: really. The no? only thing that's not been mentioned is just loads of berries.
0: Oh berries, yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, there's
1: obviously the jam that was mentioned. Yeah.
0: But... Number one on the top five pancake toppings, something that Sharon, who just rang us before for the Smash for Cash, suggested. It is the traditional very English lemon and sugar. Number
1: one. That's so On boring t- for number one. I'm so sorry. On the top five <laughs> pancakes, top lemon and sugar. It is nice. It number is one. nice. I do like it, but it's yeah. boring. You'd think that something a bit more extra, a bit more fun, a bit my- more flair would come up.
0: That was the only way my mum used to eat pancakes was lemon and sugar. Wow. I used to take the piss out of her for it. Oh, so, well, you're a bit
1: mean, aren't you? So, I
0: am, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, lemon and sugar, number one. So you've had it. I've had
1: all of those toppings. Yeah. Oh, okay,
0: yeah, yeah except yeah. for the
1: maple bacon ones. Yes. That's yeah, the only yeah, yeah. one I haven't had, and yeah. I agree, they're all very yum. But I just
0: surprising number one, lemon and sugar. Yeah,
1: I thought just more of a flair would come number one. You know, there you go. But like I said, you can't go wrong with tradition.
0: No, that's that's very true. Lemon and sugar. I like to sheesh it up a little bit and do like lime and sugar or orange mm. and sugar, just mm. to keep with the same principles of the citrus fruit and sugar, but mm. just not not the lemon.
1: Yeah, I quite like just plain butter on mine too. Oh, okay. just Kind of like Pikelets, but yes. it's bigger. Yeah, so you just yeah. put more butter
0: and it's just so good. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Sounds nice. A21, however you do your pancakes, enjoy. Want to hear your favourite song? That song turned 32 years old over the weekend. That is R.E.M. Losing My Religion here at 92.9. And we're turning 30 this year. May 1 is our official 30th birthday, but we are celebrating all year long and after 10 this morning, more memories with 30 years in three songs. We'll do that again with Die after 10 this morning and all day while you work a bit of burst of nostalgia with some of the memorable and not so memorable songs from over the last 30 years. So we'll dig into those again. After 10 this morning. Morning, Di, how are you? good
2: morning. Yeah, happy birthday to us. Yeah,
0: happy birthday to us. So exciting. And happy pancake day as well. Happy
2: pancake day.
0: How do you do your pancakes? What belongs Um, on a pancake? What doesn't belong on a pancake? I
2: heard this this morning. Um, Bacon doesn't belong on your pancake. What? Sorry. Mm -mm. You tried it? Yeah.
0: Of course, you did time oh, in Canada. So, time so in Canada. they're all over I that. I did e. some in
2: Hawaii once just to oh. think, well, let's give it another go. Theirs would
0: have pineapple on it as well, wouldn't it? Pineapple, yeah, pineapple mango, goes on and and bacon
2: With everything. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it does. I don't mind the pineapple. You eat it after. It's nice. It's yeah. Like a palate I'm, cleanser. Yeah, yeah. It's very fun. So, not really. Um, not bacon. No. No. I and mean, I'm down with just about anything like syrup. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind the lemon and what was the lemon, lemon and sugar, sugar number you, okay, one number topping. One. I wouldn't mind that.
0: You haven't tried that. No, I haven't. No, give I'd it give try. it a go though. Yeah,
2: I'd do that. Yeah.
0: Need I'm getting Berries. my sh- get my chef on chef. Yeah. But you need to you need to do the pikelets, uh-huh. the thin pancakes. Uh-huh. Milk down the uh the, the pancake batter a little bit. Right. Make it a little runnier and yeah. make them thinner. Mm. Oh, crepes. You doing a crepe? Yeah, crepe? crepes. Oh, I said pikeless you before. You did say no, no. Yeah, uh, Crepes. Crepes, yeah. And then you put the sugar and the lemon in them and you roll mm. them up and you have them as a little <laughs> cigar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Very nice. That's
2: yum, actually. Yeah. They're good. I could do that. So,
0: you've you tried bacon and maple syrup? Yes. And you have, and not a fan.
2: No, and I really love their Canadian bacon, too. Yeah. But not to, no, no, there's too much sweet and savoury in there, I think, yeah, for me okay. at once.
0: Yeah, right.
2: I mean, I could eat the pancakes yeah. and then have the bacon. Yeah. But I just can't. I can't do it together. I, yeah, do it right, together. Okay. I don't know. I thought I could. I thought we'll, I'd be able to.
0: Well, yay or nay that on our Facebook page a little yes, later on. So yes, let us get know what you think about
2: that. Yeah, can that you one. or have you? Would you? Do you?
0: Fish doesn't belong on pancakes. Oh, oh. no, go there. Okay, fish. we're
2: going way out. Right, N- definitely not. Fish we would do that. No. Fish really? doesn't belong in
0: a pie no. and doesn't belong in a pancake. Absolutely Simple not. As that.
2: No, I'm with you on that. Both. Ugh. Good. Mm.
0: you're up next with our nine at nine i think yeah. you're gonna like today's theme so stick around for that good luck yeah we'll get to that on the way i know it's the the songs don't mention pancakes oh okay? okay they don't that that's not the theme okay uh there wasn't nine songs that mentioned pancakes <laughs> so you can rule that out okay okay uh, we will do that next with our 9 and 9. Have yeah, an awesome day. I will chat to you tomorrow. Uh, Brooke is coming in to have a bit of a chat about a fundraiser that is on, on Friday night at the Southgate. So we'll get all the details about that on the show tomorrow. $80 with our Smash for Cash on the way as well. And still $250 with that. Speaking of sport, we will bring you that again tomorrow. Have an awesome day.